Hashtag you don't have to be Jewish. So this article, Business Tech, huge problems for South Africa's new state-owned bank. That is the headline. South Africa's new state-owned bank, Post Bank, is now imminent. But the government faces several financial governance and social issues with the group, you don't say. Uh, Last week, President Cyril Ramaphosa signed the Postbank Amendment Bill into law, formally transferring the Postbank shareholding from the embattled South African Post Office to the government. You know, you actually can't make this up. Lord help us. You actually can't make this up. Mm. Uh, it's, it's, It's beyond it's just beyond. So uh, joining us right now from uh, the School of Economics, Dr. Frederick Kirsten. Good afternoon. Dr. Kirsten, how are you? Uh, good, to, good day. How's it going? <laughs> <laughs> we really can't make this up. Yes, no, no, no. It's it's quite a quite a shock, but I think it's been expected for a while. But still, when it hits, it still <laughs> still shocks you. What shocks me is that the government keeps breaking state-owned ent- enterprises. I mean, is there one state-owned enterprise that is working? Yeah, no, that's a difficult question. I think um, in the end, focusing on this specifically is quite interesting because I think um, it's been in, in plans or it's been uh, planned for a while now, but now it's here, and I think we need to deal with the fact that we're going to see the state-owned bank um, trying to make inroads into the South African banking sector. All right, so talk to me. Why would I put my money into the post bank? What's in it for me as a South African? I think the the main aim behind the post bank is is not really to take existing clients in other banks, but I think to cater for the the unbanked South Africans, people that are not not banking currently, and I think that's quite important. Is that based on research that says that up to forty five percent of South Africans aren't banking? Yeah, there's there's a lot of research on it in terms of the big banks and the services they charge, and the, there's only a certain group in the country that they can target, and then the smaller banks uh, that has come in has also targeted a certain group. So still the debate is where they're going to get these unbanked people and whether those people will actually be able to repay loans uh, that maybe get extended to them. And that's the big question um, about the unbanked sector in South Africa is whether there is collateral and ability to repay loans. Yeah, I mean, the unbanked se- sector could be the unemployed sector. I mean, does anybody consider that? Is that is exactly it. Yeah, that, that, that's exactly the sector they're targeting. They're targeting the informal sector where there's less stability. Uh, it's mostly people that relies a lot on grant recipients, uh, grants and also the unemployed. So I think, um, again, that group is unbanked for a reason in terms of their stability, financial stability, but also what is the one big thing the bank wants to target is uh, small, medium business enterprises, which, again, is difficult because those uh, businesses are prone to maybe struggle to repay loads, and they find it difficult to get credit from bigger banks, and that's the reasoning behind the state-owned bank is to create inclusivity, but also at a risk of um, not being able to pay back loans. Or their lenders not paying back loans. You know, I, I can I can understand how the state will say, you know, if we need a state bank where we can perhaps pay social grants, 
you know. Yes. Okay, if you want to be clever, then use somebody who's already got the infrastructure. Use a supermarket chain, right? Use what, whatever yeah. other resources and save yourself the money and the time and the effort. But, I mean, is there anything, yeah. is that, what are the chances of the government actually getting this right? Yeah, the, the, listen, if you, if you listen to the plans they have for this in terms of they want to get a thousand retail stores or retail, um, places, uh, hundreds of ATMs across the country and they want to develop this specifically in the informal sector and spaza shops and really take the money and the banking that side. Still, I do feel there is a case to say there's already established infrastructure and businesses that side that can handle these things. We've seen the big Big benefit in South Africa during COVID-19 where the government and the private sector work together with vaccine distributions. And I think uh, there's so many lessons to learn from that moving forward. But, yes, uh, there's still a lot of research we need to do to really see the, the, the impact of this on the stable banking sector in South Africa. Yeah, I'm sure that's not the last time that you and I will be talking or that you'll be speaking to Hive yeah. in any in any event. Anyhow... Dr. Kirsten, yeah. thank you very, very much for your time this afternoon. And that's uh, Dr. Frederick Kirsten. He's an economist at the School of Economics.